Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's Kid Raheem Hill, live in full effect. And today, you know what I'm saying, is a, a beautiful day, a good day for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, another day, you know, another, you know, day of uh, of whatever, trying to figure out what you want to do, <laughs> all that. But either way, man, I don't know why I say that. I'm going to start off by this episode. It's a major shout out to those who just recently watched my um Watch my previous episode of uh of the Kid Rod Daily podcast, the recent episode I did with that's called a uh, comic book service. That's the name of the episode. Right now, man, it got sixteen plays, bro. Like sixteen plays on that episode, man. I was like, what? And then not only that, though, not only that, I have like four people, four people. That's uh like. Subscribe to the, you know, to my podcast on Anchor, man. I, I, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm like surprised, man. I'm, I'm, I'm like shocked. For, I'm just overjoyed by seeing those numbers, man. I'm like, yo, I got four people that's listening to me, and now my play, my total play on my channel, I man, on my podcast through Anchor, I got like 113 plays, bro. 113 plays, total plays. That means that you no. Know, all the episodes I put out, people have been listening to it, people have been playing it. And um and I see the analytics, man. It's it's crazy. Majority of y'all, I mean, they listen to Anchor. I mean, Anchor is the main reason is the main source that they listen to. And then, you know, uh you got other podcast platforms that other people listen to my podcast on. And then, you know, you listen to on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I have to I have to say Anchor and other platforms, podcast platforms, that's the most played on there. You know, I mean, Apple Podcasts is right next to it. And, you know, Spotify is like under uh, Apple Podcasts of the total times it's being played over there. And then also I see on my analytics that the majority of people that listen to my stuff, I see that it's people between ages of 22 to 27 that listen to my stuff, which is cool. It's lit. Don't mind. A lot of people, I'm free to anybody listen to my podcast, and I see that the uh, the gender uh, poll that listens to my stuff, the majority of them are women. So I was kind of like, oh, women listen to my stuff? Like, damn, that's 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 cool, <laughs> that's lit. You know what I'm saying? I getting women, you know, girls, um, you know, women listen to my stuff. I mean, shit, I ain't saying nothing about relationships, but I'm cool that they listen to me. I mean, I got a few brothers. Got a few, uh, you know, the men listen to me as well, but the majority of people that listen to me, my average, the, most listeners are women. So I kind of, you know, I took, I take that, you know, as a, a great compliment to have the women, you know, listen to me talk. But either way, man, I just have to start this episode off by just saying like, yo, bro, I want to thank every last one of y'all that making that episode the most played. I mean, I got 16, well, I, th- I think I said 15, but it's 16 plays now. On the episode, I'm like, yo, and that boosts my um, it boosts my total plays of the podcast of the Kid Rock Data podcast on Anchor, and I think as a whole, <laughs> I was like, yo, this is lit, and I'm just ready for it to get like more than like a uh, hundred and 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 thirteen, man. I'm ready to get like three hundred plays. You know what I'm saying? Like this video, I hope this recording right here gets more plays than the previous, you know what I'm saying? And also hope I get new uh audience members, new subscribers, new 
people to listen to new new listeners. That's what I'm gonna call y'all. New listeners, listeners that listen to my podcast. Get new listeners to tune into the podcast and listen to me talk. Um, I now, from now on, when I do these podcasts, I'm gonna start doing them Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And I'm going to always post them on 3 o'clock. You know what I mean? And I'm going to make sure I'm going to record my episodes and post them every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And have it post on all platforms around 3 o'clock, 3 or 4 o'clock of those days, man. Because I'm, 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 I'm really taking this real seriously. This and my YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, my YouTube channel name is Kid Raheem. Kid Raheem. That's K-I-D. R A H E E M T V. That's my YouTube channel name. And I got right now also that too yesterday. I have one subscriber. I had I got new I got a new subscriber. Before I had four subscribers. Now I have five. That's huge, man. It seems like I'm I'm it's it's moving up. That might not seem a lot to a lot of people, but when you start out on the YouTube thing, YouTube um world. You getting more subscribers, that, that means a lot. That means people like your videos. They're going to subscribe and they're going to see what you got coming up next. And uh, I tell you, man, I'm, I just today did a um, a spoiler-free review on um, Kong versus uh, Godzilla, which I'm about to delve into uh, in a minute. A spoiler review. So I'm going to warn y'all, you know what I'm saying? When I get to talk about it, I'm going to let y'all know about it. But um, about me getting deep into the movie. About to do spoiler, a spoiler review, and um, yeah, I got that done. I did a little um, little skit. You know, I'm working on. I did a little little skit. I believe in my YouTube channel. I pretty much not gonna do too much skits. I just did this little skit. It's pretty. It's okay. I'm making it a little better right now. I'm like doing a little editing and doing a little voiceover on it. Uh, but I'm not really gonna do too much skits on my um YouTube channel. I'm not really gonna do that. Basically, on my YouTube channel, you know, you're going to mostly see uh, me talking about certain things like topics and all that, commentating on stuff, doing reviews. And, um, you know, also, I'm going to post soon or later, I'm going to post my podcast, the video version of my podcast on my YouTube channel. Um, it's going to be there. And then I'm going to strip the audio and put the audio on Anchor so it can go to different um, uh, podcast platforms. And yeah, man, I mean... Right now, like I say, I got five subscribers right now. I got one new subscriber. No, I got five in total. The views ship on there, I got like 301. The views on there is 301. And I cannot wait to get like to like, <laughs> I can't wait to get like a thousand views. You know what I'm saying? I'm working to get like a thousand. I'm working, to be honest with you, I'm working to get like around 4,000 views. 4,000 views, and I know for a fact it's going to take a long-ass time to get like four, to get like 1,000 subscribers. I hope it don't take that long to get new subscribers, man, because, you know, I hope that I hope it'll be to like a year or so or whatever that I get like 1,000 subscribers. I mean, I know for a fact that 4,000 4, is going to be probably till next year. It depends on who, you know, who all listen to my podcast. And whatever, but uh, yeah, man, I'm just so hyped, man. I'm, I was so overjoyed, man. You talking about? I kept looking at my phone, y'all. I I kept on looking at my phone. I was like, okay, what's the? Is the numbers going up on my anchor? Is the numbers going up on YouTube? Cause I posted, um, uh, reactions 
videos on my YouTube channel yesterday. I posted a reaction of me reacting to the Rick and Morty trailer that just came out for season five. I did a reaction for uh, Spiral, uh, the horror movie Spiral, uh, the Saw-like uh, spinoff movie with Chris Rock in it. And I also did a, um, a reaction to the new Star Wars animated show that's coming out called The Bad Patch, which is still loading up on my channel. I hope it's, it, it pops up uh, today. I'm going to let y'all know on my social media. And hopefully those that subscribe to my channel... They'll get the they get the notification and, and, and whatever and then they can just see it or whatever. But yeah, man, um I, I just want to thank every last one of y'all for making that last episode the most played. And I got like four uh audience, four listeners on my uh, anchor. Because previously I had like two. Then all of a sudden I got two more. And I was like, what? Two more? I got four listeners to listen to me? God, like that's lit. Crazy, man. That's lit. So, I can't wait. You know what's funny? I envision in my head that I had a like a little vision that I had more. I'm have one day have more listeners on my podcast. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, I get like up to like a hundred listeners. If I get like if if I get like close to like a hundred listeners by the end of this year, I'll be so happy. I'll be like, yo, I'm making up. I'm I'm, I'm moving up, y'all. I'm moving up. You know what I'm saying? Then my total plays is going up too. Total plays going up. I say, yo, a lot of plays going through my channel, bro. I Me mean, on my uh, podcast, it's crazy. A lot of people tune in and listen to me talk and whatever. And then it's getting up there, man. I just can't wait, bro. Like I'm just so cannot wait to see what the what what's gonna be like in by the end of this year and the beginning of next year, man. I just can't wait to see because I've been doing this since October second, and I post know some stuff here and there and at one point I had left and took a little break because I had wanted to um I had, I don't know I think I was saying I was gonna try to give me some new stuff I was gonna try to give me a microphone to plug up to this phone but I, I decided not I decided to go against that and decided to give me a, a proper give me a laptop and then give me a mic you know so I already know yeah, you know, I pretty much know y'all hear the previous episode of me saying I'm gonna give me a laptop and a mic and all that little stuff. So um yeah, man, and I just came back and I just started doing more uh recordings on, you know, my phone until I get my laptop and just go crazy, go stupid with it. But anyway, man, like I I just wanna address that and I just wanna say thank you to those that, you know, <laughs> that's that tune in and listen to me talk, man. It's amazing. It's it's crazy. I really appreciate it, man. I really love that. So I thank y'all. Thank y'all very much. Okay. Now, what I'm about to talk about next, my next topic I'm gonna talk about. Now like I said before, um, I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do a spoiler review for Godzilla vs. Kong. Now, um, yeah, this is a spoiler review. So if y'all don't wanna hear uh me talk about the movie, y'all haven't seen the movie. Y'all can skip into listen to my other parts of this podcast. I'm going to make sure I put time capsule. And so y'all can skip and hear me talk about other topics. Because there's a lot of other topics I want to talk about. A few things I want to talk about. Just random stuff. Just me just having a conversation. Just talking. Having me something to do. <laughs> but y'all can skip this part of the uh, episode. This part of the part of this episode. And listen to other parts of the episode. And uh, if y'all see them. And y'all just stick around and just you know, hear me talk about it. Or whatever. So, 
One thing I will say about before I get to any spoiler spoiler part of Godzilla vs. Kong, I'm gonna say this, bro. I did it. I'm mean, also I did my YouTube channel. I did a YouTube video. Y'all can go check it out. That's a spoiler free uh review. Y'all can check it out on my YouTube channel. Um I will say this, man. Before I seen the movie, prior to me seeing the movie. I will say back in when they announced they was gonna do a Godzilla versus Kong, it was like twenty fifteen. Yeah, I think it was twenty fifteen. I think it was twenty. Yeah, it was twenty fifteen. Maybe it was twenty fifteen. Um, there were rumors. Well, it's been well. It was confirmed that you know at one point, uh, Kong, the they was gonna re when they was gonna try to reboot God King Kong. I was meant to say, I'm just fucking up my words right now. When they was going to reboot King Kong, Universal was going to do a reboot. or I think they said it was going to do a pre-sequel. It was going to be a pre-sequel to King Kong. And then next thing we hear, the rights had moved from Universal to Warner Bros. Which sparked speculations about a Kong versus Godzilla. And next thing I know... We hearing that King Kong versus Godzilla, who hasn't been, who haven't faced each other since 1962, they're gonna come together in a big ass crossover in this shared universe that started with the 2014 Godzilla movie. That I remember seeing in theaters. I remember I was hyped to see it, and I would say I was sort of slight. I was a little disappointed of that film, how the pacing was, and we didn't get a chance to see Godzilla until like an hour in in the movie. It was just a slow-ass movie. Even though the one thing I would give props to about that movie is the cinematography and the look of the film. I did not like the story. I did not like the characters. Uh, it was... I mean, the acting was okay. I mean, you had um, Iran Taylor Johnson. Iran Ty I forgot. I can't pronounce his first name. But you had Taylor Johnson in it. Then you had Elizabeth Owens. Brian um Kosh Kostrin, the dude from uh, Breaking Bad. I can't I can't pronounce these people's name. What's up with me, man? What's going on with me, bro? The fuck? But uh you had them in the movie. And then I remember when they were showing the trailer, we all thought we was gonna see Brian throughout the whole movie, and it's gonna center around him a little bit, but <laughs> he was only in there for the first half of the movie, like the first act first act in the movie. And um I mean, like, like I said, the movie was just boring. It was ass. I'm not going to get too deep in that movie. But like I say, movie was okay. It was all right. I didn't like it. Um, then, you know, you had Kong, Skull Island. I didn't see that movie. You heard it was a good movie. It was all right. Then King of the Monsters came out. And I haven't seen that one, but I know that was, I hear that was a way better version than the uh 2014 one because you know this one you just see the monsters go edit they up in they up in center they up in center they don't bullshit with the monsters they don't tease it they just show it right there like hey this is Godzilla this is uh Rodan Ghidra and Mothra you know what I mean so like I haven't seen those two previous films but you know I was like I ain't gonna watch them because there ain't no need to watch them but. Leading up to this movie, I was like, okay, is it um good? <laughs> I hope it's going to be good. I hope it's worth it. But let's go and start the review. Like I say, it's spoiler review. If y'all don't want to listen to it, y'all skip, skip to the other parts of this episode of the podcast or whatever. But the movie starts off with just, you know, Kong basically, you know, laying around. He just woke up from his good old nap. 
and um, he was taking a shower. He's just he woke up scratching his ass or whatever, and uh, he takes him a little bath or whatever. And then we see this girl. I know after he took a bath, we see this little girl who we seen in the trailers and TV spots who basically has a relationship with Kong. She understands him. And later on in the movie, it comes to find out that like the girl, she can't speak. She's deaf. She can only respond to you in, through sign languages, sound language. And she has like a relationship with Kong and come to find out throughout the movie Kong can also understand what she's talking about. She can, he can also do sign language because he can't speak. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, he can't speak. He's a big ass gorilla. If he does speak, it would be scary. But it comes to find out, and we, like I said, we've seen it in the TV spots. He's under the dome of, you know, of this monarch or this government, this whatever this uh, company that's overseeing the monsters and whatever. And he's against his, he's there against his will. It's like Kong Island, but it's just he's he's there against his will. And the reason it comes to find the reason the reason it it was he's there, kind of find out it was that they want to make sure he keeps they want him stay away far away from Godzilla because if him and Kong, him and Godzilla go at it, I mean it will we don't we don't know what the end result's gonna be so. Pretty much the reason why they kept Kong, you know, in that little dome, brother. Because now the Skull Island is like a dome or some shit. It's like a dome. You know what I mean? And, you know, I guess he realized that. I don't know. And it's funny enough, when they start the movie, they didn't really give us a full explanation of, like, why is Kong in this situation. Like, a lot has changed since Kong Island. Because Kong Island... I mean, Kong Island, Skull Island, that took place in the 70s. This new one is took place in the recent day. So, like, they didn't give no explanation, like, why Kong is in, why they decided to keep Kong in this facility and him away from Godzilla and all that shit. And they, you know, make sure he don't break away and all that shit. But, uh, yeah, we cut to that. We see the opening scene of, uh, you know, them describing the monster's history and da da da, just in short snippets. They didn't give us no explanation of the history of these monsters or whatever. And we see that in the opening scene that you know all the monsters are now wiped out, and it's just Godzilla and Kong. <laughs> They're the only ones left on the Earth's surface, on Earth, on planet Earth, because you know Godzilla, I guess, murdered every last one of them because those that cross them. They say, look, bro, you might be the king of monsters, but you ain't a king over me. You don't reign over me. And I bet Godzilla was like, oh, you think so? And he started putting them hands in that atomic blast on him. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we get that, and we get this brother, Brian. Um, Brian, some guy's name, last name was Brian, who uh known for uh, that film, uh, that TV show Atlanta. And he also going to be in a new movie, um. The Eternals, where you play a, a gay character, a gay uh, superhero in that. Uh, we see that he's got a podcast, and he is basically uh, investigating this facility called Apex Cyber Psych or whatever, that he used to be a, a technician there, and he was just investigating, seeing what they was up to or whatever. And then all of a sudden, Godzilla pops up <laughs> at the facility, blur race the motherfucker, and... Um, Destroys it, and 
No, in the beginning of the movie, I'm wondering, like, what the hell is Godzilla? Why is it going after? Now, we know the first half, no, the beginning of the movie, we see Rebecca talking about that she want to keep, they want to keep Kong away from Godzilla because they don't know what they're going to do when they see each other. But we see Godzilla going to this facility, just destroying it for some odd reason. And we wonder, like, why the fuck is he destroying it? And then, you know, Brian, he goes and leaves and then... We jumps to. I'm just gonna talk about this. I'm just gonna talk about this part of the story with Brian and also with uh, Mila's Miley, not Miley, Mila, Mila Bobby Brown character. We come across her. We come across the little uh, dude too, the little fat Asian. I don't know. He's Asian Pacific dude <laughs> that was on uh, Deadpool two, and it was all also in. Um, some of the movie with Taika Waititi, you know what I mean? I ain't meant to call the dude fat, but I'm going to just call the dude the, the kid with glasses on. Yeah, I'm going to call him kid glass glass. I ain't going to call him fat. He wasn't fat on this one. Kind of fat. I don't know. But, um, yeah, they band together. And then they go to this place and they bump it to, you know, Brian. And they talk to, and they talk to Brian about, you know, what's going on with the Godzilla. What's, why Godzilla doing this? Why Godzilla doing that? And then, you know, Brian was talking about, you know, him investigating the app, the egg, the egg, the X, oh, I can't pronounce the shit, man. This is difficult. I can't even pronounce the damn <laughs> the Apex Cyber Place, Cyber X, a facility. And he was want to know what they doing because they doing something, like they building something. And actually, the scene where uh Brian was like investigating the shit, we see a like an eye, and we all know what that eye is. Spoiler, Mega Godzilla in this movie. <laughs> they building a Mega Godzilla, and come to find out. As they went back and they went investigating, when they went back trying to find the eye, the eye wasn't there. They go deeper and they see that they actually are building a mega Godzilla to fight King Kong, to fight not Kong but Godzilla, the kill the the kill Godzilla actually. And they use these uh these like those those uh what's called the little skull crawlers from Kong Kong Island. Kong, I'm gonna just call it Kong Island because <laughs> I'm saying Kong is Skull Island. They used the little the little skull crawlers that was in a uh, Skull Island in a King Kong movie. They used them as tests for the Mega Godzilla to you know see how his power is with it, and you know it does little you know powered little uh blast thing and it cuts the damn thing cuts the damn monster thing in half, crawl crawler shit in half, and you know and then it runs out of power, and come to find out you know. They, it works, but the Mega Godzilla shit works, but they don't have enough fuel. And the only reason they needed fuel is that they need to uh get some sort of like power. They need to get a sample of uh like Godzilla's like atomic blast or some shit to really go to amplify the uh process of the uh, mechanical Godzilla. So these two villains of the movie, this one villain, this one white dude and this Asian guy, they went to visit uh. Alexander uh, Skarsgård uh, character and they visit him and they told him like yo you need to go to this surface this hollow earth which is a, a another dimension I think is I know it's in the surface I know it's in the surface I don't know <laughs> they telling him that he need to go to uh, this like world called hollow earth or whatever go there and try to get the uh, like Atomic energy, so they can get that and put it into Godzilla's, uh, into the Mech Godzilla's system, whatever, so it can you know math function well. So, 
you know, uh, Alex at one point was against it, but then he was like, well, I'm going to go ahead and go through with it. Da, 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 da. So that right there, when the character, the, the, the main character that's trying to build the uh, Mega Godzilla, they come to the dude, they say, look, bro, uh, we need you to go to this little little world here underneath the uh, Earth's core and get this like you no know, sample of atomic you no know, shit. So we can sample it and transfer it to power up this mech guy. So that's what pretty much it really is. So Asgard, I mean, Alex decided, okay, well, I'm going to do it. But that's when he went to visit uh, Rebecca's character and, and was trying to convince her to let Kong get out and try to fight Godzilla so that he can take Kong to this Earth-like world, that little shallow Earth, like I said, in Earth's core, so he can get this uh, sample. Or whatever. So he can basically he just won't Kong out so he can beat the shot Godzilla. You know what I'm saying? But it's more to that. So they get Godzilla out, and that's when we saw in the trailers where he's like attached to the um to the, you know what I'm saying, the boat when you know, like you no know, chains or whatever. And then, you know what I'm saying, they crossing the seas and shit. And then um, you know, then we get more scenes with, you know, him and the little girl. They're doing little sign languages or whatever. And come to find out, Kong really does not want to leave. He want he don't want to leave his home. Like he actually communicates with the little girl and tells him, tells her that he he really wanna be at home. He wanna stay at home. He don't wanna leave. He don't wanna go nowhere. Da 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 da. Whoop the whoop. And you know, Rebecca, like I say, she know that <laughs> she can uh that uh this little girl can communicate with um with uh with Godzilla or God God Lord have mercy I'm fucking up today I can't even really do my view um like Rebecca didn't know that Kong can um uh, can you know talk you know do sign language or whatever but anyway we're gonna straight to it. I'm not gonna go bits and bits and pieces bits and bits and pieces of this story I'm just gonna go straight to it we finally get to you know we see Godzilla coming. And approaching and was trying to stop Kong and you know they fight and whatever. This is the like the whole twenty minutes of this movie, twenty or thirty minutes of this movie. Most I think it was twenty some minutes. The whole time I'm watching this movie, bro, I'm like, can we please, can we please get us, can we please get to the part with Godzilla and Kong fighting? That's all we want to watch. We do not care about what y'all want to do with Godzilla, Kong. We don't care. Just show us these two monsters battling out. And we do see him battle out for the very first time. I mean, it looks to the point like Kong was getting the best out of Godzilla, but in my eyes, Godzilla was getting the best out of Kong. <laughs> I mean, they was tussling out, fighting, whatever, and then it got to a point where uh, Godzilla had drug um, Kong down to the ocean to the point God Kong couldn't Kong couldn't breathe. No, Godzilla pushed him so surf so down to the surface into the depths that they uh the humans had to bring some sort of shit to bring Kong back up and he pops up and he spits out the water out his no no his throat and then he just passed out. He couldn't he couldn't take it. You know, he he's out for the count. <laughs> and then you know, Godzilla, he was gonna turn back around and uh and finish where he started. But, you know, Rebecca had told everybody else in the ship to uh, turn off the lights and shit, turn off everything of the ship. And they did just to play to Godzilla that everything, everybody has died. Do, 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 do. 
And, uh, you know, Godzilla gave you no know, Kong that looked like, okay, bro, I'm going to let you rest, but uh, I'm going to see you next time. He gave God, he gave Kong that look like, I'm going to see you next time, bro. I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you live on this one, but I'm going to come back. I'm going to handle my own shit. I'm going to handle my own business, and I'm going to come back and I'm going to finish you off type look. <laughs> he goes off his business, man. So that first round, Godzilla won that bout. Kong tapped out, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, so... Like I say, we move forward. Um, then you know they take Kong to Antarctica, and then that's when they go into the whole uh, Halo Earth that looks somewhat like Skull Island. Now it looks more like Skull Island, and Kong looks at it like wow. And they had to go through like this portal, and this portal, or for them to go into this Hollow Earth and whatever. And it looks, it looks, you know. So futuristic, so like, you know, prehistoric type shit. You know, you have the land on one, on, on at the bottom. You also had another land on top, but it was gravity. Like, if you jump and then you catch that and you gravitate to that one, that other world on top. Same thing. I mean, I guess. I don't know. But it looks pretty epic, man. It looks pretty, pretty epic, man. So, you know, Kong goes in there. He goes towards this, uh, this big uh just he's just moving forward and then you know he encounters some monsters he encountered these war beasts that we see merchandises of these toys these war bats yeah war bats that's what they call them war bats he encountered one he kills one then the other one comes through and trying to suffocate him but the humans they you know kill they shoot shoot it and you know kong breaks away and you know breaks you know kills it breaks his neck and East is like like intestines throughout his inside his uh his neck. Inside his head, actually. So uh yeah, man. They do that, and then Kong goes to this like throne, whatever. Picks up the little axe that has uh Godzilla's like uh spike attached to the like uh thing, which makes it like an axe on the stick that's tape on the stick, tape on the stick, and you know, whatever it looks like an axe. And then you know, Kong saw his little chair. He sits on the chair and is you no know, basically saying that, yo, this is my home. This is my, my, my place here. This is like my home. And this is my throne. I'm going to sit here. And this is where I'm supposed to be. At. I'm supposed to be king. This is my world right here. This I'm king of here. And, you know, that show that. And then we cut to, you know, Brian and uh, Myla and the other kid inside the uh, Apex um, cyber facility. And. Now, since the other cats that was following Kong into this world inside his like throne room, they get a sample of the atomic shit that's on the floor or whatever to get a sample of it. Because at one point, Kong puts the uh axe down and places it on this like placeholder and it mat and it uh attached and it blows up this room or whatever. And uh, they took a sample of that and they took it to like uh, a trend, uh. Transfer to uh you know, Apex um, you know uh cyber shit, and it powers up uh Megazilla, and also this Asian dude who basically controlled Megazilla through telekinesis, like like head control or whatever. Because I haven't seen the movies in such a long time. I haven't seen the Megazilla movies, any movie of Godzilla that featured Megazilla, but I could recall. 
when they be fighting Godzilla, they always have to be in them suits to fight Godzilla, or they will control him remotely to control the uh, robot remotely. I don't know, but all I know is that they, the the little Asian guy, he uses like little mind shit to control the uh, the uh, the robot, and come to find out. They using the head of uh, Ghidra from the previous movie, who the one that got his head chopped off or whatever. They using his skull, and using you no know, some shit to use his conscience to work the uh you no know, shit whatever, and um using his brain to communicate with the robot or something like that. I don't know, but they had tried. Um, they got the power. It works, but it kind of it went haywire. The uh robot uh Godzilla went a haywire, and um it went haywire. It went it it, it fucks up and <laughs> it kills the Asian guy, and then all of a sudden you know we had this, you know the dude who was you no know, planning this whole thing about working Mega Godzilla and getting it back up and running da 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 da. He doing this huge villain speech to the characters of um Millie and uh Brian. And during the time he's talking, we see the head of this Mega Godzilla turns and look at the humans, and then we saw his movement moving towards it and going towards the uh towards the uh the characters. They was inside like this like little um building, whatever, inside of a facility, little like little glass proof building. And we see this robot turns and looks, and they all and you know, Miley and Millie. And Brian, they bag back because we all know that this thing is supposed to be broken, but it ain't broken. And come to find out, that is Ghidra's. It's Ghidra's conscious. The con- Ghidra's mind is now controlled by the uh, by the uh, by the robot by Mega Godzilla. Like his conscious is inside of the uh, robot now. So what you see Mega Godzilla doing his action is actually Ghidra's mind. Inside of that robot, because now it's being controlled by it. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, the Megazza comes to life through Ghidra, using Ghidra's conscience, and goes fucking ballistic, kills the dude that was doing the epic speech, and breaks away of the facility, and goes out and wreaks havoc. Well, prior to all that, <laughs> Godzilla, who's now in, in Tokyo, which is, by the way, I'm just going, I'm jumping through shit. I'm just jumping through shit. That was the main reason why Godzilla was attacking that base at Apex in Hong Kong in the beginning of the movie. And also later on in the movie, he comes back to Hong Kong and attacks uh, the facility again because they was trying to build a mega version of him using... Um, Ghidra's uh, consciousness so they can, you know, get into the, 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 well, actually using, yeah, actually using his brain to control the uh, robot, but it actually went A-wired and actually using Ghidra's uh, brain consciousness and whatever. So that was the main reason why Godzilla was acting all crazy and shit. So, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm I'm trying to recap every part of this movie that I can remember. I mean... I'm trying my best to do a best review, but I know this review right now is ass because I'm I'm doing a horrible job at it of <laughs> describing it. But I'm just gonna say this though. Then we get to a part where Godzilla uh, uses a atomic blast on the ground, and then that ground blasted up to 
the hollow world and let's you know Godzilla know that no let's Kong know Godzilla Kong know that they you know Kong is there or whatever. So Kong gets his shit and he goes down to the hole and then he comes up and sees Godzilla and then they you know they battle out. I'll tell you, man, that was the best fight scene I ever seen in a in a monster movie. I mean, they was going at it, bro. I was like, bro, who gonna win this motherfucker? Who is gonna win? Who's gonna win? And then all of a sudden, bro, uh, you know, they fight, they fight, the fight, and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, at one point, I think you seen this in the trailer where Godzilla uses atomic blast, and Kong got that little axe and it, and it blocks it. And then Kong brings the axe down and, and hits it, hits Kong in the head, hits guys in the head, which I'm thinking he's going to chop his head off. And I'm thinking the whole time I'm watching, I think we're going to get like a mad Godzilla going to come out of that. But it didn't happen like that. Um, yeah, it didn't happen like that. And then I'm thinking after that, you know, we seeing Godzilla, he's blind. He's blind. I, I believe he was blind for a few seconds, for a few minutes, because he couldn't see where Godzilla was, where uh, got where Kong was, Kong was on top of this building. He jumped down and you know fought, beat the shot of Godzilla for a minute. Then Godzilla get the best of him and pins him down and roars at him. And that's when we saw in that TV spot with him roaring at uh, Godzilla and Kong roared back at him. Well, that scene right there, that was the last time that that ass is fought. <laughs> so that lets you know that Godzilla won. So you mean tell me Godzilla and Kong fought three times, fought two times, actually. They fought twice. But, you know, they said it was another round, round three. But I think it was like, yeah, I think it was like round three. Because, like I say, when Kong brought that uh, axe down while Godzilla was doing that atomic blast, that sort of blind Godzilla a little bit. And they was out for like a few minutes and they went back up and, and went another round. So that third round, that second round, Kong had won. And then that third round, Godzilla had won. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Godzilla let Kong know, like, look, bro, you might be, you know, this big ape motherfucker, King Kong, but guess what, bro? I'm the real king in this bitch. I put in work way longer than you. You know what I'm saying? So I fought plenty of monsters. You ain't fought shit, but just sitting your ass at your damn home, your island, just chilling, scratching your ass and shit, <laughs> not doing a damn thing. So... That's what it was, man. And, uh, you know, that scene right there, that was the last that they fought. And then uh, Godzilla goes off. And then that's when we see Godzilla seeing Meg Godzilla. And he, you know, roars at him. And that's when Meg Godzilla saw it. Basically, Khadidra, uh, Kadora. I, I always call him Kadora. They always call him Khadidra, Kadora. I call him Kadora. Uh, Kadora sees him through Meg Godzilla. And, you know, they just go at it. And I'll tell you, man, it made me want to go back and watch the old Godzilla movies with Mega Godzilla when he first appeared. And I'm going to tell you something, bro. Mega Godzilla in this movie is vicious. I mean, he beat the shit out of Godzilla. I mean, he beating the, shit, he beating the hell out of Godzilla, bro. I mean, Godzilla couldn't even stand a toe against this motherfucker, bro. I mean, he was getting his ass whooped. His ass whooped. And the whole time, Kong, he's out. I mean, because his heart was failing. He was going to die because Godzilla scratched his shit, scratched him and all that shit in his chest. And um, they decided, uh, you know, the little girl was kind of upset. She was crying because she didn't want Kong to die. And um, and at one point, Ex uh, Exander, 
Oh, I can't pronounce that dude's name, but ex uh Skarsgård had mentioned that you know they had to use uh that to blow up uh, Las Vegas in order to get him to wake up. Man, he thought of a plan where in the move where when they was going to the Hello Earth, and when they came out of the Hello Earth, they used a little uh little ship like things to fly. Well, Skarsgård came up with a plan where he gonna use electricity to boost the electricity up on Kong so he can wake up. You know, kind of like heart plants, heart shit. Whenever your heart goes down, you use the little things, little medical like things, and you put on someone's uh, chest and bring them back up. You know what I'm saying? That's what he thought of with that, uh, with the, uh, what you call it, with the ship and place the ship on top of Kong's chest and the shit explodes and it wakes Kong up, his heart back and he's, he's live and well. The little girl comes to him and say, yo, you need to help Godzilla because he's not the real enemy. And Kong was against it. He was against it. But the girl was like, please help us. Cause Kong, cause if, if that, if Meg Godzilla kills Godzilla, they fucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even Godzilla, even Kong, he's going to be fucked because he don't know how to kill this motherfucker. So, you know, the little girl was like, yo, go help Kong, man. He ain't the real enemy. The the robot is the main enemy. And Kong was like, you know, okay, I, I going to do it. You know what I mean? He got up. His little shoulder was broken. He popped it back open, just like uh, Mel Gibson do in uh, the first two uh, Leaping Weapon movies. And goes out there to help uh, Godzilla. And they um they 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 go in on this dude, and they couldn't defeat him. I mean it was I mean this motherfucker was whooping their ass. I mean this robot was beating their ass, bro. I mean they was going in, they was going totally in. And um, then you know the human characters, you know Bobby, uh yeah I'm gonna just say Bobby Bob uh Miley my oh my god I can't pronounce this girl's name Millie I'm gonna just call her Millie Millie Brian and the another dude other kid. They trying to figure out a way to shut it down. And the you know, kid kept using passwords and Brian just yelling at the kid like, yo, come up with a password, find a password. And the kid was like, dude, I'm trying, I'm trying. I'm not used to this shit. I'm used to like pairing movies and shit. That's what he said in the movie. So then, you know, Brian decides to sacrifice himself or I don't know. He decided to drink some sort of shit. They had like a potion of his girlfriend's blood or some other shit inside like this like uh, like bottle or something. And the kid thought of like, oh, wait a minute, I can use that bottle and spray the water inside this machine and malfunction it, defunctionize it, and now destroy, you know, the uh, the, uh, the the robot. And he does, and Brian goes off and dead, but they decide to leave. And they see that the it worked because the robot started to defunction. Kong get the best of him. Godzilla get the best of him. And Kong was one that, you know, uh, chops the dude's head, chops the robot's head off with the axe. And afterwards, that was over. They won. And then everybody's happy. And then Godzilla just roars back at Kong. And Kong like, bro, like, you want to fight again? Like, we just fought, like, not too long ago. I'm, I'm tired, bro. <laughs> I'm tired. And Kong was like, and Godzilla was like, no, nah, bro. I want to thank you, man, for saving me. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really ask for it, but I really appreciate it, man. It really helped me, man. And I was like, yeah. And they, they both, they acknowledged one another. And then they went on their separate ways. We see Godzilla going back to the ocean, as always. In previous movies, they always go up to the ocean. Because that's his, that's his livelihood. That's his, uh, not, not livelihood, but that's his like home under the ocean until another monster comes up and uh, 
ass up something. Then he had to wake up and save the humans again. And Kong goes back to his home in Hollow Earth, which is similar to Kong Island because you got other animals there as well. Once as well, they're having it. And, you know, the humans go down as well, you know, make sure Kong is okay and make sure he's on point and all that. And, uh, and he also told the little girl that he's at home now. Like, this is home. He's at home now. And it kind of struck me because I like Kong. To be honest with you, bro, this here was more of a Kong movie. This wasn't more of a Godzilla movie. This was more of a Kong movie. No, the title is said Godzilla versus Kong, but in reality, it was actually a Kong movie. This was Kong's movie, bro. I mean, I tell you, man, I felt so sorry for Kong when he was talking about he wanted to go home. He wanted to go home. He, he, he wanted to be at home. He didn't want to do this. He didn't want to fight Godzilla. I mean, I mean, Godzilla whooped his ass like how many times? I mean, he won one time, one round, but the next man, he, he got his ass whooped. And matter of fact, he lost. Godzilla won. I mean... And you know, that ain't the title. That title ain't worth nothing. They ain't bullshitting with the title. Godzilla versus Kong. Godzilla won that motherfucker. He was the that, that was the last fight. Like I said, if you saw that TV spot of him roaring at Kong and Kong roaring back at him, uh, when Kong, when Godzilla was pinning Kong on the ground and he was roaring at him and Kong roared back at him, that was the last scene of the fight. That let you know. That let Godzilla was letting Kong know, like, look, bro. You might be king at your land, but you ain't king over me, bro. I'm the king of the monsters. You're going to bow to me. You know what I'm saying? But I'm one this right here. If you want to go another round, we can go another round. We don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? But the last scene, he acknowledged me. He told Kong, say, yo, thank you, man, for helping me, man. I really appreciate it, bro. Yeah, I really appreciate it. I really, I really did appreciate it. And he goes to his, you know, his home under the sea. But like I say, man, Kong... And Godzilla, Godzilla versus Kong, is a well, I would say it was well-deserved. It was way better than I expected. I wasn't really, really anticipating seeing this movie. It was okay. But watch, but it was super lit to watch the monsters fight. I mean, like I said, this was like 60 years in the making. Like 60 years in the making. 60 years. You're talking about... These characters came across each other back in 1962. CGI wasn't even invented yet. I mean, it was still far away, you know what I mean, far away. Back then, they had to use people, guys in in, uh, in rubber suits, in, uh, in suits. And if you look at that movie compared to this movie, it's a, they, they improve a lot. <laughs> I mean, they improve a lot. I mean, you see Godzilla. Because, you know, I would say from the very first movie... All the way until I would say Final Wars of Godzilla, they always use a man in a suit. And from what I'm here, from what I heard, and from what I hear of behind the scenes of each of each Godzilla movie, the actors have to take breaks because the suit was so heavy and sometimes be hot that they have to get out the suits and breathe and, and take breaks, man. I mean, they was really putting their lives on the line to bring this character to life, man. Bring this character to life. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, man. I mean, it showed, man. And uh, it was so groundbreaking at that time because, you know, back then you had stunt motion, which in later years when Steve Miner had gotten the rights to Godzilla, he was going to try to do like an American version, the first American version of Godzilla, Hollywood version of Godzilla, using nothing but stunt motion, um, 
some close up of McKen- of some close up of a real life size Godzilla face or whatever. But majority of the time when you see Godzilla on screen, it was gonna be mostly motion capture. It was gonna mostly it was gonna mostly be stunt motion. But at the time, you know, studios backed away like, oh no, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. And um that would have been that that's how it would have been done. But if you watch the old Kong movie, the very first one, the very Kong movie, um, it was done by stunt motion. You know what I mean? That was groundbreaking at the time too. Cause that movie came out in 33, 1933, blew audiences' minds away. I'm like, whoa, it blew people's minds away. You know what I'm saying? And you no, know, fast forward. Toho wanted to do the same thing with the first Godzilla movie, but they didn't have the money or the time to uh, to do it. You know what I'm saying? So they decided to use a guy in a rubber suit, which was pretty much a a, a, a perfect choice, a good choice to do. Because when you see Godzilla walking around through like Tokyo, it was like crazy. It looked like a real actual monster. That's what an actual monster that tall, that big should do when he walks. It don't just move all funny and shit. Like the fuck? Like these... Like the Ray Har- like those Ray Harryhausen movies and shit from back in the day. Or any of those stunt motion films that feature monsters and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't nothing like that. It was nothing like that. Nothing like that. And um uh, but if you see that movie, man, the old Godzilla movie, King Kong versus Godzilla movie, you can see how much improvement has been since then. I mean, like I say, technology has been advanced. I mean, you don't have to have a guy in a rubber suit or in a suit to convince you that this is actually a real monster. Like, no, CGI is the perfect way to bring these monsters to to the screen. And it's, 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 it's worth it when you see Godzilla versus Kong, this new one. Compared to one and the old one, man, you see dudes in the suit and Kong in that movie looks terrible. Like, what the hell was Toho thinking when they was making this the the face the face structure of Kong in this one in that movie? Like this guy that Kong was ugly, it was fucked up. And then if you see the next Kong movie that they made after King Kong vs. Godzilla, he looked way more fucked up. He looked funny. His eyes was a little bigger and shit, like all beady eyes and shit. Like he saw something that he couldn't explain. I mean, like, what the fuck? I mean, he looked like somebody I know that look at shit like eyes catch all, but can't say shit about it. <laughs> you know, his eyes got to tell you what happened or some shit like that. That's crazy, man. Crazy. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's 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 it. These movies improved so much, man. After watching Godzilla vs Kong, it made me want to go back and watch other Godzilla movies. I personally like the first one. To be honest with you, I love the first movie uh, of Godzilla and Kong. And I'm glad that they moved away from redoing the same shit with, God, with King Kong. Because, I mean, we've seen this so many times. Most of the American versions where, you know, they did it like three times. The first time, you know, in 1933. Then the second, 76, with the Dino De uh remake, which was ass. And then they did it again with Peter Jackson's. I mean, we got tired of seeing Kong going crazy over a blonde-ass white woman, and he gets killed. <laughs> you know, they go to his island. They encounter these creatures besides the 76 version. They didn't have no monsters. They just feature a big-ass snake. But um, they go to his island. They encounter the natives. Then they encounter the creatures. Then they bring Kong back. 
He goes ape shit and climbs up to the tallest building, climbs to the Empire State Building, and he falls off and he dies. I'm glad that they did not do this with Skull Island. It just mostly focused on Kong and not Island. They didn't have him like go crazy over a white woman like he did in the previous films. He, you know, did his thing and he stayed in Kong Island. I'm going to just call it Kong Island. Kong Island. And then, you know, in this one, they try to get him out so he can fight Godzilla. And then at the end, he's in Hollow World at his home, uh, his so-called new home, the home, whatever. And uh, actually, that's the place where all the kaiju, all the monsters be at now. That's where the, the monsters are basically originated are, are there. But yeah, man, um, Godzilla versus Kong was a good movie. I enjoy it. Um... Well, I would rate this more. I already rated a, a four star on my YouTube channel on my spoiler free review. I would say, like I said, I would highly recommend people to check it out. It's a, a good movie, uh, a good entertaining movie at that. And um, yeah, man, I would recommend people to see. It. I mean, it's way better than the previous ones. I know it's way better than the first Godzilla movie that came out in 2014 because it was ass, it was long, it was boring. Um. Yeah, it was worth it, man. I mean, if you was like, man, I don't want to see these human characters, they're a little boring. They're okay. Like, it moves in a faster pace. It moves in a fast pace. You know, they don't bullshit. They just get to the point. But uh, it's a good movie, man. I really, I highly recommend people watch it. You can go see it on um, HBO Max. That's what I did because I wasn't going to pay no money to see it in theaters. I can watch it on HBO Max. I know for a fact when... um. Black Widow comes out, I'm going to, uh, you know, see it in theaters. I'm not going to pay no damn $30 to see no damn movie on uh, Disney Plus, premium access. Like, the fuck? You crazy? But yeah, man, Godzilla vs. Kong, last movie. I highly recommend people to watch it, man. Highly, highly recommend people to watch it, man. It's really cool. And um, also, um, in the beginning of this month, uh, when did Coming to America came out? Did it came out on the fifth? I think it came out on the fifth of March, fifth or twelfth. I believe it was the fifth. Um. Now that was a movie that people been wanting to see a sequel for a very very long time. I don't remember specifically people saying that they want to see another Come to America, but I think people want to see those characters again, or basically want to see Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall back on the silver screen again because they worked so good with each other. But either way, man, um, I want to talk about this movie. This ain't uh about, I ain't going to review it or whatever. I saw it when it came out. And I'm going to say, bro, it was okay. Was it better than the first one? Hell no. Like, Coming to America, the first one was such a, it was such a fun movie. It was a, um, I wouldn't say it was a game changer, but it was a big move for Eddie Murphy at that time. And him playing multiple characters. And that, that was one of the very first movies that he did before he did not, uh, another professor where he played like multiple characters and there were times where you didn't know that was Eddie Murphy, whoop the whoop, all that. And, um, you know, that was a perfect film for that time. And it was surprising that, you know, nobody asked for a sequel until years later, which is kind of ir- ironic because I mean, why would you want a sequel to a movie that came out 30 some years ago? And Eddie Murphy did other movies and he did Netta professor and in other films, he did the Shrek movies, which were which was highly successful. I can't wait for them to do another one. I hear they're gonna do another one. I think I don't know, but um, yeah, man. Um, 
the movie came out. I seen it. It was okay. It was good. It wasn't as better than the first one. I mean, I would say the first one is a classic. This one here was, it was all right. I mean, and they have the title coming to America. They use number two instead of the word two. They use coming to America, which in reality, they didn't really spend time in America. They just went there. The majority, the majority of the movie itself doesn't really take place in America. It takes place for a small portion of the film, but the majority of the movie takes place in um, in Africa, in um, what Zimbabwe or Zumba, Zum, whatever the fuck they they. It, I know it ain't Wakanda. <laughs> yeah, it's not Wakanda, but. Um, Zimbabwe, yeah, I think Zimbabwe. I don't know where where that movie took place in, but I know it took place in Africa. But I should, I think they should have named it, named it a different title instead of naming it "Come to America" because they didn't spend enough time in America. Like what the fuck? But I want to talk about just basically a lot of people are kind of like did not like this movie. They did not felt this sequel was good, and I mean, I was saying to myself, I mean, that's what you expect. I mean, that's what I expect. Because I saw the movie. It was okay. It wasn't the best one. I, I said to myself, I'm like, why, what was the point of making a sequel to a well-deserved, a well-made well movie? And was released at a time where, you know, it was appropriate to release. You know, it was pro- appropriate to be made. I mean, like, it didn't really hit for me. You know, it was okay. Like I said, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it, but I, just, I didn't care too much about it. You know what I mean? It's not my favorite movie. But I did like to see Eddie Murphy come back on the screen and then him playing those well-known, iconic characters. I was looking forward to seeing Sexual Chocolate. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't know. I don't know about the makeup, though. Like, the makeup didn't, like, really look like... It, it did not look like the makeup from the first movie. I know that. I don't know who designed, who makeup Eddie Murphy in this movie. I don't know, did Rick Baker came back and makeup him out? I know he was approached by, I think he turned down. I think Rick Baker, I think Rick Baker had retired or something like that. He retired or whatever. And I'm like, um, I noticed the makeup. I mean, it just, it was like Eddie Murphy. It was just Eddie Murphy. It did not look like none of the characters from the original movie. I mean, when you saw those makeup, when I saw the makeup, I was like, Okay, I mean, they, nah, I, I, I didn't like the makeup of of Murphy playing different characters. I didn't like the makeup. I liked the Arsenio Hall's character, the uh, witch doctor. He played the witch doctor. I didn't know that was Arsenio Hall until you know when we saw him in that first trailer. When we saw that first trailer of him, and <laughs> that first trailer, and it said Arsenio Hall playing his witch doctor. I said, oh, word, but. The well-known characters that Eddie Murphy was known for playing, like the barber, the Jewish now Jewish person, you can tell you can you still couldn't tell that was Eddie Murphy, but the 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 barber and sex, sexual chocolate, I did not like the makeup on those characters. I'm like it it reminded me looked it looked just like the makeup off of Norbert when Eddie Eddie Murphy played that fat woman. It looked just like that. I was like, oh hell no, this looked ugly as hell. <laughs> like what the fuck. Like, God damn. Like, I wasn't really impressed. Was not really impressed on that. But, like I said, I was just basically want to talk about people's reaction to it. Like, most people did not feel this movie. They didn't think this movie was funny. They didn't think this movie was well-deserved. Now, some people said, why did they make a sequel? Whereas, that people saying that they want a sequel to this movie, whatever. Now, that got me thinking. 
they always asking Cube and they asking uh, you know, Ice Cube, Chris Tucker, Mike Epps, and you know, and rest in peace to you know both John Witherspoon and Tiny Listen when they was alive. They've been asked how many times about when it's gonna be another Friday, when we gonna get another Friday, when we gonna get another Friday. I will say this, bro. Let's let those first three Fridays be what it be. I mean, the first one is a classic. The other two are funny, but they don't compete with the first one, in my opinion. Let the moves be what it be. We don't need no other Friday. Because <laughs> if you do that, you bring these... Ca- I mean, what you going to do if you bring Cube and everybody else back? And then Chris Tuck keep on saying he don't want to do it. And then come to find out, Warner Bros. are keeping Cube from not making uh Friday. So... What's the point of just like let let this movie be with a B and just let it rest? Just let let the movie rest, man. I mean, I wouldn't try to do it. If I was doing a movie and the movie is so successful and you know, I don't have no sequel ideas, I'm not gonna do no sequel. If I don't have no ideas, if I have ideas before I write this well, when I write the script, you know, whatever, then when we start shooting, when we get the cast and everybody together, when we see the dailies and all that. And then the numbers, I will think about a sequel. I will really commit and think about like doing a sequel to this movie. But other than that, you know what I'm saying? If you don't have no idea for the sequel, why the fuck you doing it? I mean, just because you got this actor, these actors want to come back, then you got these new comedians that would love to be a part of the new Friday. Like when DC Young Fly started to become popular, they compare him to a new Chris Tucker. You know what I'm saying? If they do another Friday, they have to put DC Young Fly as Chris Tucker's son, Smokey's son, in a new Friday movie, which would have, you know, be dope. But I noticed though, I, I noticed this. They recently did a sequel to I Got the Hookup Too, back in 20, what, 18, 19, whatever. Now, that was a sequel to the first one. That has a cult following right now. It has a cult following. You no know, Star Master P and, uh, uh, the other comedian, I forgot, I can't pronounce his name, I can't think of his name right now, but they had that comedian right there on it with Master P. They do a sequel, and P decided to put every popular social media cat on that movie. I mean, he had DC on Fly, he had uh, Fat Boy SSE, and he had Just Hilarious was in that movie, Funny Mike was in it, and a couple other people. I haven't seen the movie, but I knew for a fact when when we when I when we saw bits and pieces of the movie, I said to myself, "This movie ain't gonna work." <laughs> I don't know what P was trying to do. I understand he was trying to get these cats some money and get them to be uh, noticed, exposed in Hollywood so they can get jobs. But I will say with that movie, they didn't need, they didn't it was no need to do a sequel. Nobody didn't ask for it. Even if people ask for a sequel, it has to be perfectly right and be better than the first one. Because a lot of things, a lot of times when you do a sequel to a movie, you want to strain away from the original. You want to do something different. You want to do something original. You don't want to rehash the first one. Because if you do, the fans are going to call out on it. And then, you know, if you do try to re- do rehashes, some people be like, okay, I right, but they like, eh. But you try something new to like it wasn't like it was not like the original. It wasn't like the first one. Then if you try to do it like the first one, they're like, oh, they ain't come up with new ideas. We should just they should have left it alone. Well, in my opinion, they shouldn't say nothing about doing no sequel. 
That's why I'm saying, like, I would not do a sequel to my own films if I don't have a story, if I don't have nothing to tell. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure when George Lucas was doing Star Wars, he wasn't really sure about doing a sequel. But if the movie did work, he had some story ideas. And the first movie came out, it was a success. And um, first movie was a success. And, you know, he went on and did the other ones. And the second, the first sequel, Star Wars, was way better than the first one. I mean, it was the totally opposite. I mean, it was way darker, way more serious. It didn't do a rehash of the first movie because the first Star Wars movie was just plain adventure. This one, The Empire Strikes Back, was more serious. It wasn't no fun-loving space-type shit adventure. It was serious. So, when you talk about doing a sequel to a well-respected, most-beloved movie, you have to be really, really careful of what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Even when you're doing a remake or a a live-action adaptation of a beloved movie that we all know and love. For example... I love The Lion King. Everybody and their mama love The Lion King. That is by far one of my favorite Disney movies of all time. All time, y'all. When I heard they was going to do a remake or a reimagining, a live action version <laughs> or whatever of The Lion King, I was like, what the hell y'all doing, Disney? I mean, this is when Disney was like getting a lot of popular, uh, popular of their animated films that were popping at the time made a lot of money for them back then. Mostly films that were part of the Disney Renaissance, they was like put them into the in development and was making them into live action. When I heard that they was gonna do a Lion King, I was so against it. I was like, yo, what the fuck y'all doing? Y'all don't need to do this shit. You don't you don't you don't but when I found out that John Farrell was uh, attached to it, because he did you know Jungle Book that came out that same year it was announced, I said, "Oh, I'm with this. I'm I, okay. I, I, I have trust in uh, Farrell. I said I, I, I'll go rock with this." But when we saw the trailers and everything, it sold me. I saw the trailer. I said, "Yo, this movie like is gonna be lit. It's gonna it's gonna make a lot of money." But when I started hearing that the movie it didn't offer nothing new, it was basically a rehash and re. <laughs> They was doing the same exact thing that they saw did in the original movie. I was like, there's no point in me seeing this movie. <laughs> there's no point in me seeing this live action take of, the, of, of of Lion King. I mean, when you see Lion King, it looked like you're just watching Animal Plant or National Geographics or whatever. But, you know, I salute John Farrell for making that movie because, you know what I'm saying, uh, it did some shit that... Uh, I mean, the technology in that movie was brilliant. I mean, it was way more improving than Jungle Book. And um, like I say, man, I wasn't really with it. The fans weren't with it. But, you know, this is a new generation of people that will watch this movie. And if they didn't like it, they can go watch the old one. And the old one's way better. That's all I was saying. Like, if I always say if fans didn't ask for, for a remake or a sequel or whatever, don't make it. But if they did ask, I mean, you try to make it, but you got to be real conscious. Or if they do or don't. If it's you, if they want to be, uh, if they want to make a sequel of a well-deserved movie, you gotta be real conscious. Like, okay, we'll do it, but we don't know how we're gonna how this gonna perceive. You know what I'm saying? So, in my opinion, when it comes to movies like Coming to America, Friday, or trying to reamp, um, reintroduce shows like Martin, Fresh Prince, uh, The Wayne's Brothers, 
or anything that came out in the 90s that was so popular and people want to see another continue another remake. I would love to see a continuation of the characters now, like a proper remake, like a reboot, reboot, whatever. I will say that let those series and movies be what it be. We don't need no sequel. We don't need no uh, remake. We don't need none of that. Now, if they decide to do a continuation of the shows, I mean, I'm for it. Unless it's a reunion, not a full blown series. But a reunion. If it was a reunion, then yeah, I'd be down with it. A reunion like movie, special, whatever, I'll, I'll I'll be behind it. But I wouldn't see a continuation of a series like a Fresh Prince or Martin or all that. Because, you know, like that was back then. They just trying to recapture the magic. Like, I want to see something new by these uh, creators, man. I want to see something new by these, uh, got, by these cats, man. So, yeah, man. That's all I want to say about, you know, people... Excuse me. Excuse me. When when people talk about coming to America, uh, and whatnot, um, yeah, man, I would say, bro, they should have left that movie where it was. Let it be what it be, and um, you know, just let it be like it was, bro. Straight up, man. Cause like I say, a movie that's so beloved by some people, and when the movie came out. Nobody ain't asked for no sequel until recently they see recast like, oh, we want to see another one. And if they ain't said nothing in the past. Matter of fact, like I say, if the movie came out back then and people wanted a sequel, they would have did a sequel. But don't wait no 30-something years to do a sequel and then people are like, ah, it ain't like the first one. Like, nah, don't do it. You do a movie now, it makes a lot of money. and people want to see another one, then yeah, you can do a, a sequel. But other than that, don't try to uh, do no sequel. Fuck that. Nah. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna talk about this last topic because I'm like what hour or so in. I'm like an hour and ten minutes in, bro. It's <laughs> a long ass episode of the podcast of the Kid Rock Daily Podcast. I want to talk about about you know I'm, I was gonna use it as a bonus episode, but I'm gonna go ahead and just let it stay on this episode because I want to talk about this. I had a conversation with myself. I always talk to myself a lot. I love talking to myself because I ain't got nobody else to talk to. I was talking about you know. Where mostly couples, women or men, couples, regardless of whoever, man or male, male or female, do not have kids when you're like past the age of 40. Do not have kids at the age of 40. Do not have that. Do not do that. Um, I will say this, man. There's no point to having kids. After the age of 60, man. I mean, after the age of 40, going on to 50, 60. Like, the reason I say that because I remember I um, when I was young, when I was a kid, there was this, um, there was this, uh, what you call it, article. I think I read this of it. It was a long, long time ago. It was a long, long time ago where uh, this lady who was like in her 60s, she gave birth to twins. And soon as she gave birth, she had died. Soon, like rather, she gave birth to these twins. And I'm saying to myself, like, she gave birth to kids at age sixty. Like, what the fuck? Like sixty years old? Like really, sixty years old? Like what the hell she was doing in the past sixty some years? No, what she was doing over the past 
40 or 50 years of her life before she reached 60. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What she was doing. Like, no guy didn't decide to bust a load in her, like, when they was, like, fucking. Or she just made him pull out real quick, like, stop, pull out. You know what I mean? <laughs> but what made her have kids that late? That just shocked me. And that got me thinking, man, like, when is the best time to have kids? Like, let me know, y'all. Like, I would say, in my opinion, the best time to have kids would have to be right around. If you're like, if you want to be grown at an early age, I would say the best time to have kids is when you're like 18, 19 years old, late teens, all the way to like, I would say you're like um, late to mid 40s. And the reason I say that because, you know, you got some people out there that still fucking have kids at that age, you know, in their 40s. Uh, but in all honesty, in my opinion, if you want to be young and want to have kids when you're like, like young and like active, the best time to have, in my opinion, is around in your 20s and 30s. My parents had me when they was 34. They 60. My mom is 61. My dad going to be 61 in June. I'm 26. I'm going to be 27 in November. And right after I was the last one, I'm I'm a, I'm the youngest of three. Youngest of three kids, right? Youngest of three kids. You know, my sister, she's the oldest. My brother, he's the middle. Now, my sister is, what, 42? What's the 42? Yeah, 42. My brother is going to be 39 um, this June. So, they're old. <laughs> they're old, right? My sister got two kids. My brother has one kid. No, and through marriage, he has you no know, another one. You no, know, the his wife had a child previous in her relationship. Um, they pushing forty, man. They 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 in their forties. That age right there, in my opinion, is an age where you do not to have you do not need to have more, no more kids. Cause when forty hits, you want to rest. You want at that time whatever you're you you've been trying to do when you've been gearing up to do in your twenties. You seeing business popping in your 30s. By the time you reach your 40s, it's time for you to get ready to sit the fuck down. Because by the time you turn 50 and you're, when you into your 50s, you well on, you well on in retirement. You well in retirement in your 50s. I would not try to have no kids by the age of 30. <laughs> In my opinion, because I'm, I'm 26. I'm going to be 27 by the end of this year around November. By the time I hit 30. Now, I would say I would never want to have kids at 30. Because mind you, my, my parents had me at 30. They had me when they was 34, when they was young. But just the fact that when I get older. Because by the time I hit like. Let's say I have me a kid like, like. Let's say I have a kid like right now. I'm 26. 20 years later, I'll be 46. I'm still going to be, I'm still a little young. I can still get it. <laughs> I can still get women. Women my age. No young women. Women my age. My son or daughter, I really, if I really, if I want to have kids, I really want to have a daughter. To be honest with you, I really would love to have a daughter. Um, Because I love my niece so much. And um, my niece Buttercup. Um... I, 
by the time I reach 30, by the time I reach 46, she will be or he will be, whatever the case may be. They will be, they'll be, um, they'll be 20. And then when I reach 56, when I'm old, when I'm you know, young, still got it, but getting close to getting old and ready to sit the fuck down. Well, should sit my ass the fuck down at that point. Don't even work myself to death. They'll be 30. So whatever they do, if they doing the same thing daddy's doing, I can just sit back and relax because I already did the work. <laughs> you know what I mean? I started my work in my 20s. I wish I would have done it in my teens, but I didn't have the common sense. But I'm hoping by the age of in, in my 50s, I'm I'm, I'm going to rest. I'm going to chill. And then when they get up to age and like in their 30s, they well on doing what daddy was doing back in the day. You know what I mean? Putting in that work and uh, building their own legacy off of my legacy. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty much the perfect timing to have kids is in your late 20s or in your 20s or in your 30s. Now, I got to like around 40. I can still have kids, but I know by the time I reach 50, they'll be 20. If I have kids in my 30s, they'll be 20 some years old. But, but no, when I reach my 30s and I know 20 years later after that, when I reach my 50s, they'll be 20. They'll be in their 20s. Hopefully by that time, they are well developed. They smart as fuck. Way smarter than me. <laughs> Way smarter than me. Um, And just, you know, living life. You know what I'm saying? Doing things that I didn't do when I came up because... Throughout, I would say from age 17 all the way to age 24, uh, 24, yeah, 24, um, I've been trying to get my GED for the past, what, six years, what is it? Yeah, six years, it was six, six years or something like that. Has it been six years? Has it been six years? No, it's been seven years. It's been seven years since I've been trying to uh get my uh GD done, bro. You know, through homeschooling, then going to night school, and then going to yeah, night school, and then going to you no know, um the uh, community college to get my uh education and whatnot. Um, it's been a house, and I miss all those times, man. Like I have never worked it prior to that. Never experienced life. Uh, you know, I didn't talk to no girls. I didn't know how to talk to girls. I still don't know how to talk to girls. So, and then, you know, funny enough, um, you know, prior to that, like I was always talking about like, I want to have kids. I want to have some such, such as kids and da, 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 da. But I was just mostly saying it, but didn't know how much work and effort will take. Not work and effort, but just the, the the amount of time you have to spend with your kids. Like, I at one point said I want like nine or some kids. It's stupid. Like, what the fuck you talking about? Boy, you have nine kids, you will be exhausted. Like, the fuck I'm talking about? Like, and I see, you know, rappers like, you know, you got an NBA young boy who's doing good for himself. He got like seven kids. And he's only 21. Like, 21 years old. I'm like, God damn, 21? Like, shit. By the time he reached what, shit, by the time he reached what, 30 something or 40, he'll be a grandfather. <laughs> by that point, he'll be a granddad because one of his kids, they're going to start fucking and have kids and <laughs> shit. You know, but by the time he reached like 40 or 50, he'll be well, well, like, he'll be well, you know, well, take care of. 
You know what I mean? Financial wise, because you know his YouTube shit is popping good. I mean, he always get high numbers on his videos and his YouTube channel is good. I'm pretty sure he has a nice salary income. I know by the time, like I say, he turned 40 or 50, he's gonna be like, wrong, I can retire. As long as he don't fuck up his money, you know, he can he can retire and you know, straight up. You know what I mean? You no, know, he can retire like or like straight up. But me, I can't have like nine kids. I I'm like, bro, mm-mm. That is too much drama. That's too much, man, for me. But yeah, man, I just want to talk about that, man. Like, come on, bro. Like, you haven't... Who the fuck would have a kid at age 60? Twins. Twins. Having twins at 60 and then die from the shit? But you got some women that do die from birth, from, from delivering childbirth. You got women that do die from that and that's kind of, and that's sad not kind of but it's mostly sad bro because they ain't gonna be able to see their, their kids and the kids that came from her ain't gonna be able to see their moms other than pictures and and videos and shit like that you know what i'm saying so yeah man shit what else i got on my little notes to talk about mm, pretty much that you know i already addressed you know my videos on youtube getting high numbers and shit Whatever, but anyway, man, I'm what an hour and 20 minutes in on this uh recording of my podcast. This has been an interesting episode. The majority of this time of this podcast, I basically was doing a recap of um Godzilla. I know that's a whack ass review, I did a whack ass spoiler review. <laughs> But hey, man, you gotta give me credit, man. I'm, I'm trying my best to do this, man. I mean, I'm new to this. shit. This is my very first time doing an actual full-blown spoiler review, and I'm trying to recap what happened in the movie. But I pretty much know that y'all can go see it and check it out or whatever. And uh, then y'all have your own opinions on it and whatever. And like I say, man, the movie was good. It was awesome. I enjoyed it. I know for a fact that when this movie comes out, and it's already doing well over in China, and... Um, and they already saying some if this dude's really, really well, they have some like plans. I know the director's saying that he kind of has some like little plans or whatever, but in my opinion, I honestly do not want to see no more Hollywood adaption of Godzilla. I'm ready for Toho to get their hands on Godzilla and do more Godzilla movies. I wish, I wish they have a damn proper sequel to the one that came out in 2016. That Sean Godzilla or Godzilla Returns or Godzilla Resurgence, bro, I wish they had a sequel for that movie. That movie was lit as hell. That movie was good. That movie was good, B. It was really good. I was like, yo, and it stuck with the just like the first one. They it stuck just like it, and it took some inspiration from the uh, little earthquake, the tsunami shit. You can tell by the uh, the the design of the film. Um. I say, man, I, I wish they did a sequel of that, but it come to find out that was just a standalone movie. And uh, they did animes on Netflix of Godzilla. Then they got one that's coming out called Singular Point, which I'm still trying to figure out when they're going to put out on Netflix. Cause I'm on, I'm going to watch that show. I look like it's going to be lit. But yeah, man, um, seem like Godzilla, man. I can't wait. Like I said, I can't wait for Toad to do something with him, man. But these cartoons, these animes... They look like they, they got something with them on that, you know what I mean? I really can't wait to uh, watch those uh, movies and, and also the show, uh, the new one that's coming out on Netflix. 
But anyway, man, I'm going to go ahead and uh, cut off, go ahead and get off of this, man. I really enjoyed this episode. This is a long-ass episode I've ever done. Uh, just me talking, doing a full-blown review, talking about other shit and whatnot, and me addressing another topic that, you know, that kind of, you know, got, you know, just got me, you know, want to address, you know, having a kid at 60. The hell? But anyway, man, I appreciate y'all tuning in to the podcast and listening to it. You know, major shout out to those four uh, listeners that listen to my podcast on Anchor. That's, you know, subscribe to my uh, Anchor, uh, my actual listeners. The views are going to go up, man. I'm going to post, I'm going to put on my, um, on my description of the podcast where I'm going to start doing podcasts, doing episodes, four episodes, well, whatever, episodes. Come on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and I'm gonna post them up on uh, around three o'clock or four o'clock in that day on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So, yeah, man, uh, expect more from you know, more from, more from me po- posting more episodes on that. And also, like I said, make sure y'all go on my YouTube channel, Kid Raheem TV. If y'all know how to spell Kid Raheem TV, it's K I D R A H. E-E-M TV on my YouTube channel. You know, go on there, subscribe, become a subscriber. All I, I already got five subscribers right now. We're moving up the numbers. I got about um 301 uh viewship on there as we speak. Uh, you know, go on there and check me out. Uh you can follow me on my uh, social media page. You know, uh you can follow me um on Facebook. Um Kid Raheem. You can put type in Kid Raheem. On there, you'll pop up my name, Ladarian Raheem Tim- Ladarian R. Timber. And then you got Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is Kid Raheem, at Kid Raheem. And on my Instagram, my IG, um, is Kid Raheem94. So pull up, pull me up on that. And, uh, you know, I will glad I'm, I really appreciate y'all go up there and, uh, and, uh, and like your boy on there, man. I'm thinking about also doing a TikTok. I'm thinking about getting a TikTok. Oh, something about getting TikTok. But I'm still like, I don't know. I'm still like, no, somewhat against it. I, I, not against it, but still like, I don't know. I know sooner or later, I'm going to give me a Twitch. I'm going to give me a Twitch as soon as I get me a new, get that Nintendo Switch. And um and hopefully, man, sooner or later, I can give me that PS5, man. Shit, I know everybody's happy with their PS5 and they did reviews, all happy and shit, but that's them. You know, but anyway, man, I'm going to close this out. I really appreciate I really appreciate y'all listening to my podcast, and uh, I see y'all next time. See y'all Friday. I'm gonna come back on this on Friday, man, and I uh, see y'all then. Peace out.